This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new, fresh episode of Phillies Today with your host, Francisco Rojas. So, uh, yes, it's actually going to be me all week. Dan Wilson, unfortunately, um, is feeling under the weather. So, uh, hopefully, Dan... Um, you know, we, we hope you feel better soon, uh, brother and, um, you know, uh, recover from whatever, uh, you know, cause it's been going around. I was sick a couple weeks ago, so it's, uh, you know, things have been going around. It's allergy season. Um, you know, it's crappy time, crappy time. So, um, things are going around change of season, stuff like that. So, um, hopefully Dan Wilson, hopefully you're feeling better. So you're going to have me today and tomorrow. Actually, uh, you'll get Dan back hopefully next week. Um, as we usually, uh, split the episodes each week. So Dan get well soon. Um, so yes, it's me for today and ginormous Phillies win ginormous, uh, you know, especially after coming off uh, the heartbreaker, uh, the night before where Cody Clemens thinks he has a home run. Uh, half of the Phillies fans thinks he has a home run. I think probably all of us thought he had a home run. Um, even MLB.com gave us a notification and said, hey, Phillies are winning this game 10-9. Uh, to 9. And no, Phillies end up losing that game. Cody Clemens strikes out in the end. So big deal for the Phillies, uh, you know, coming off the night before. And, you know, especially best team in the National League right now, record-wise, right? Uh, so the Phils are able to snag a win and uh, over the Arizona Diamondbacks in clearly convincing uh, fashion. 15-3, to the offense came out. Zach Wheeler did his thing as well. Those are really my takeaways from the game. We'll get to them in just a second. Just a quick layout of the show today. Going to give you key moments, recap from last night's game. Get into my takeaways, like I said do a few news and notes. There are a few things I wanted to, uh, you know, update you guys on. Um, now we'll get into, you know, we're about a, what, a month away from the All-Star game now? I think we are uh, about a month a game, uh, a month away uh, from the All-Star game, which is actually July 16th. So yes, we are very, very, very close uh, to that. So I want to get into who should represent the Phillies in the All-Star game. Um, so we'll get to that. Um, and then we'll preview tonight's game as well. And then we'll do around the league and the National League East. Look at some of the scores in the division and around baseball uh, and the National League East standings as well. Um, and then we'll get into a few bets. Haven't done a, haven't done some bets for you guys uh, in the last few episodes. So we will get to that uh, to take you out uh, for tonight's game. Um, 
out in Arizona, which will be another 940 Eastern start. Um, we love those West Coast games. you got to appreciate them. We appreciate the fans that stay up for them. So, just recapping yesterday's game. Not going to get into all the the hot, the you know the key moments, highlights, blah 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 here, just because I mean, obviously, twenty hits, fifteen runs. Not going to get through every single one. You don't need to hear every single one, but just the the you know a few of them. Uh, top of the first, Kyle Schwarber. Yes, it's June. Lead off home run uh, to set the tone, which would pretty much that first inning set the tone for the Phils and Nick Cassiano's RBI double. Um, just a few minutes later, would make it two nothing, and then Castellanos would score on an Emmanuel Rivera um, throwing error, uh, which would make it three uh, nothing. Alec Bohm would uh, hit a would ground out, but would get an RBI on the ground out, which would make it four nothing. And the Phillies would not look back after that. Four runs would be really all they need, but they decided, hey, let's get eleven more. So top of the third, Alec Bohm with an RBI single. Bryce Harper scored five nothing. Top of the fifth, Bryson Stott, who Bryson Stott, very, very good season from the plate. He's now hitting 300. Um, hits a solo bomb, 7 nothing fills, and we'll jump right to the bottom of the ninth where you'll get the last out. Luis Ortiz gets Carson Kelly to ground out and end the game, and that was all she wrote. 15-3 to fills. Love to see it. Love to see it. Love to see the offensive, uh, the offensive outbursts. Um, especially this lineup. This is what they're supposed to do this year. I know they're missing uh, Reese Hoskins for the entire year, unfortunately. But at the same time, like this offense still has immense talent. You can go through uh, your Schwarbers, your Turners, your Castellanos, your Harpers, your Real Mutos. Um, so, I mean, right there, you already still have a great lineup. Uh, especially the way that Castellanos has been swinging the bat this year. Like You had the talent in the lineup. Um you know, you would expect a few more of these type of games. No, you won't expect them to score 15 runs a game. But I'm saying, like, uh, you know, these big offensive outbursts, we've ex- we want we were coming to expect that you know this offense was supposed to give us outbursts like this. Um, and hopefully, this is a sign of things to come. Sign of things to come. I mean, I'm trying to look at their uh, look at like some of the last the last. Uh, so you know, they scored eight runs last night. Still, still scored eight runs. Scored seven runs in the series finale against the Dodgers. Um, Scored uh, five in the series opener against LA. Um, you know, the, the series opener against Tigers, they did get eight runs. Um, and then the Nats, uh, the series finale there, uh, 11. And even in the loss to the Nationals, um, in that opener uh, for that three game set, uh, they scored seven and they scored four in the, in the second game as well. So, I mean, hopefully there's a pattern there. There were a few games where they, you know, you did kind of uh, didn't get really any offense. I've only had one run. Uh, against the Tigers in that second game, three runs in the third. Um, so it's it's kind of been, you know, but more, but I feel like it's like 60 to 70% of the games in the last couple of weeks, they've put up a, a good amount of runs. Like the offense is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, so that you're getting the production that you should be getting from the offense. And again, this is what we wanted to expect from the offense Um going uh you know in the last couple of months and going forward like this hopefully this is a sign of things to come uh for the rest of the season so that was like that was my first takeaway from this game was the offense you know getting 20 hits 15 runs um and again like you did your bat your and especially like the last time out against the d-backs where they lost two of three and 
you let guys like what Tommy Henry and uh, I'm trying to think of who their who their other mediocre starter is. Um, I don't think they see him tonight. I do not think that because they see they see Merrill Kelly tonight. They do not see a mediocre starter. Um, but they, uh, I think it was was it Tommy Henry and Ryan Nelson. They do see Ryan Nelson. Uh, they see him in the series finale. So, and I think they let those guys you know look like aces out there. But no, uh, you know Davies average pitcher. Um, they made him look average. What it was? Uh, I believe it was. Yeah four earned uh in three innings um got him out of there um and the same with tommy henry did he did not pitch well either the phil's got him uh got to him pretty pretty easily even though it was uh you know phil's lost that game but in general just in the offense like this is what you're supposed to do to these type of pitchers you don't make them look like aces you do that's what and especially that's what good offenses are supposed to do they're not supposed to make guys uh you know you so and I get it's baseball. I get it. But like at the same time, like this is what you're supposed to do to to um, hurlers like this. You're supposed to 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 make them look like the type of pitchers they are. That's what the Phillies have done the last couple of nights, even though they lost the game one. So it's a good sign from the offense. And then my second takeaway from this game, um, I mean, it was really I mean, obviously offense was the, the biggest key in this one. But Zach Wheeler's outing. Back to back, really, really, really strong outings. Obviously, his outing uh, against Detroit was—I um, mean, he almost threw a no hitter, right? Almost threw a no hitter uh, through seven innings. So, um, this is what we—these are the type of outings you want from you know your your ace, whatever you want to say, ace one A, one B, whatever doesn't matter. Um, this is what you want. This is what you want. But again, and I know we keep talking about it, but. You know we're gonna keep talking about it until they actually do something about it. What I'm what I'm talking about is Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, and their struggles to be consistent this year. So again, good outing from Wheeler: six innings, four hits, one earned, just one walk, seven strikeouts um, on just over a hundred pitches. This is good stuff from Wheeler. I'm not look. I'm not trying to criticize Wheeler. You know, but, you know, after a good outing, I don't want to criticize, but at the same time, it's like, okay, Zach Wheeler, good job. But like down the stretch, you know, uh, for the next three and a half months, we need you. We need, we need Nola to continue to, or not continue or, but to be consistent. So cool. Wheeler has a good outing. Love it. That's what we love to see. Didn't even really need the good outing. Um, but they get the good outing. That's all that matters. I don't care um, that they put 15 runs up behind them. The fact that, that Zach Wheeler can, you know, has a second straight good outing and continually can or can hopefully continue to keep this up, that is the most important thing. That is what I, you know, take away uh, from Wheeler's outing is that we need more of the same. So not there yet. I'm not saying, oh, Zach Wheeler praise. Like, look, Wheeler's overall numbers this year, Looking good. His ERA is about 15% above league average. I mean, if you look at the underlying metrics as far as his FIP goes, you know, it's good. 245. It's a good FIP. So um, I guess Wheeler overall numbers to this point, he's had a good year. But if you're looking at, you know, uh, start to start basis, every, you know, it's been in line with what the Phillies have done this year. It's been up and down, up and down. So um, good stuff from Wheeler, but we could definitely use more of the same news and notes. Um, those are my takeaways from the game. Obviously, offense, Wheeler's outing, news and notes. 
Uh, yesterday, we did see Luis Ortiz uh, in this game, but he was recalled. Um, relief pitcher Junior Marte was optioned. Um, so the Phillies recalled Ortiz from AAA Lehigh Valley, op- optioning Marte to AAA uh, to make room on the 26-man roster. Uh, Marte had a season-high eight-inning scoreless streak snapped in Monday's loss uh, to Arizona. So, I mean, you know, he was he, uh, you know, that terrible? I mean, yeah, he was for a little while, and then he was good for a little while. So, you know, I guess uh, that's what happened with Marte. He gets sent down, Ortiz gets sent up, and Ortiz wasn't that good yesterday. Wasn't that good. So, I don't know. I don't know. You know, a couple of earned and a couple of innings. Uh, so, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what they're doing with the bullpen there, but they're doing it. Uh, Andrew Painter, um, definitely an important thing I want to update you guys on. We all know about his sprained UCL in his right elbow. Um, I, I guess, I mean, from what I'm seeing on the Phil's website, expected return is still midsummer, which would be, I guess, in the next couple of months. But you know what they're going to do, especially Dombrowski. I know, obviously, Dombrowski wants to win now, but like, uh, I think Dombrowski loves his prized uh, pitching prospect gems. And that goes for him. That goes for McGarry. That goes for Mick Gable. So who knows if we're going to see him pitch again this season, um, at least uh, in the majors, to, you know, to make his debut. Um, but regardless, uh, Painter threw a 20-pitch bullpen session um, yesterday in Clearwater. Um, according to Todd Zalecki, it went well. Um, so he's scheduled to throw another bullpen on Friday. Um, if all continues to go well, his next step will be facing hitters in live batting practice. Um, so, you know, they they placed him way back at the beginning of the season or in spring training um, on the 60-day uh, IL. Um, and so we'll see. I, I, I just, again, I really hope they just take it slow with someone like Andrew Painter. I know we're all excited for someone to him, like him to come up, especially in this town where we don't get a lot of great pitching prospects besides your Nolas, um, your Cole Hamels. I guess we want to throw Brett Myers in there. I mean, I love Brett Myers growing up, but I mean, he's not the same vein as like a Nolan and a Hamels, you know, two like top arms and in, in the sport, something like that. So, um, I don't know if I throw him in there, but you get the point. Um, painter somebody that uh, I hope the Phillies just take good care of uh, you know with this injury um, and we'll see so yeah so those are your news and notes next thing I want to get to who should be the Phil's all-star to this point because you know it's for a while JT Real Muto it seemed like lack of production at the plate at least for a little while but Real Muto if you're looking at those overall numbers he's he has the best, if you're looking at baseball references, wins above replacement uh, metric, like he's actually leading the team. He has a 2.0 B-War right now. Um, but I don't see Real Muto uh, getting over, obviously, Sean Murphy or even like maybe a William Contreras uh, from Milwaukee. It's a possibility. But uh, Real Muto, again, not, you know, he's, he's having a good year. But, you know, I... I think it's got to mean Nick Castellanos. I mean, do, could we, I, I think most of us would agree there, especially the emotional attachment we have with Castellanos, you know, having his first year being dreadful and then, but making uh, some big catches in the, in the playoffs and world series. Um, and then him having a really good year so far. I mean, like, look at the 316, 361, 502 slash line, 
863 OPS, 135 OPS plus. I mean, really closer to the Detroit Tigers, um, Nick Castellanos, maybe not the Cincinnati Castellanos, because that was like really peak peak Castellanos where he was looking like an MVP candidate. Um, you know, power isn't super big there. Like it was in Cincinnati, eight home runs this year. Um, but overall, like I would say just from the offensive production, I think Castellanos should be uh, the Phil's representative in in the All-Star game. And I'm going to be real with you. Like I hate, hate, hate the All-Star game requirement that every team needs to have a player. I guess it's cute. I guess you want, yeah, I guess it's for the, what, for the kids, for the fans uh, to like, oh, look, uh, that's our, that's our representative. Like, cool. I get it. But at the same time, like I'm all for with awards and accolades and all-star appearances, I'm all for, you know, players to get what they deserve. I'm not saying Cassianos doesn't deserve it, but uh, I'm just saying in general. Like I'm saying, that's this is just a, a whole tangent here on the All Star Game. Um, I just hate that. I, I had to bring that up. I hate that. But um, I think I do think Cassianos deserves to, uh, you know, be a National League reserve, not an, not a starter, but a reserve um, to be the lone representative for the Phillies because there's no one really. I mean, maybe Real Muto makes the team. Maybe he does. Um, but there's Sean Murphy. There's William Contreras again from Milwaukee. Um, who I believe has a higher F4 than Real Muto. Obviously, War is not the end-all, be-all, um, because I think Real Muto actually has a little bit better of offensive production than Contreras. Um, if not, it's very similar. Um, so, Real Muto could be one. I actually put that poll out on Twitter. You can follow me at Rojas underscore media underscore. I'm actually going to check the results on it right now. Um, Castellanos, 64%. Real Muto at uh, 36 so far. So go vote on that at Rojas underscore media underscore. Let me know who you think who should be the Phil's uh, representative in the All-Star game. Hey, maybe Wheeler has a couple more really good starts and maybe he looks like he could be a representative because his ERA is under four now and it's you know better than above league average. I know it's not all about ERA, but still a major stat when we're looking at pitchers and evaluating. So I think it should be Castellanos right now. I would give him the edge over Real Muto over Zach Wheeler. Um, so Castellanos, I think, should be the National League representative for the Phillies in the All-Star game. But what do you think? Let me know. So let's look at tonight's game. Um, we have Merrill Kelly. It's going to be a tough one for the Phillies. They did not see him um, last time through when they played them. You get... No Zach Gallen this time around. They got no Merrill Kelly last time around, but you'll get Merrill Kelly this time um, against Ranger Suarez. And Ranger has had, uh, you know, three or four, you know, really strong outings. Uh, you know, the last uh, three starts, I think. I mean, it's coming off uh, his sixth inning, a one earned performance, eight strikeouts. That's a season high for Ranger. I'm coming off the Dodgers start. So hopefully more of the same for Ranger. Uh, Merrill Kelly, hope the Phils can get to him. Hopefully they can feed off the last couple of games where you've scored literally 23 runs in the last two games. Hopefully they can feed off of that. I know Merrill Kelly's a really good pitcher. Um, you know, he's uh, right behind Zach Gallen there, the top of the rotation, you know, a two-headed monster uh, in Arizona. So Merrill Kelly, hopefully they can get to him. Trey Turner has really good numbers against him. So, you know, maybe you could... Maybe Trey can, uh, you know, feel good against Merrill because he's at, what, 21 plate appearances, 
421, 476, 526 slash line. OPS just over a thousand. So hopefully maybe Trey has a big night tonight. Um, and then tomorrow night you'll get. Uh, oh, it's not tomorrow night. Tomorrow during the day, 3:40 Eastern time. Ryan Nelson versus Aaron Nola. That will um, end the series there before you go out to Oakland for a three-game set. And Oakland's hot. Oakland won last night. 2-1 against uh, Tampa Bay where you had all these fans come out and kind of, you know, they wanted to support the athletics before they go out to Vegas. So, um, but they win last night. Feed off the big crowd. So, uh, just uh, around the league very quickly before I get to your uh, few bets of um, uh, for tonight. So, NL East, uh, the Mets lose to the Yankees in the Subway Series opener 7-6. to um, we had the Nats lose six to one in Houston. Um, Miami loses again to Seattle nine to three. And that's all we, all she wrote in the national league East. Am I missing something? Am I missing the, what about Atlanta? Did Atlanta play? No, yeah. Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta, Detroit got postponed. Um, so Atlanta, Detroit got postponed. That's the one game I was missing. Um, so those are your national league East scores. Um, and the standings, Atlanta still at 40 and 26 um, in first place after their game with Detroit got postponed. Miami at 37 and 31, four games back. Phils seven and a half, seven and a half games back, 33 and 34 right now. Mets 31 and 36 continue to lose, nine and a half games back of first place, and the Nats 26 and 39 in last place. So those are your scores and standings for the National League East. Um, and just another f- a few other scores. Baltimore 11 to 6 over Toronto. Um, Boston loses 7 to 6 to Colorado. The Twins 7 to 5 over Milwaukee. The Giants 11 to 3 over the Cards. 11 to 3 Chicago beats Pittsburgh. Texas loses to the Angels 7 to 3. Um, down in Arlington and Texas. Uh, the Reds 5-4 to four over Kansas City. Uh, Cleveland loses to the Padres 6-3. Oakland, like I said, 2-1 to one over Tampa Bay. White Sox lose 5-1 to one, um, to the Dodgers to round out the scores from yesterday. And a few bets before I get you guys out of here. Again, like I mentioned, Trey Turner, his numbers against Merrill Kelly. I'd take him pl- plus 260 to hit a double. Take him plus 260 to hit a double tonight. Um, I take it. Take it, take it, take it. Especially after, after having a good game yesterday. A couple of hits, a couple of walks. Um, I take Trey uh, to hit a double. Ranger Suarez. Like I said, has had, a what, three straight good outings. I would take five plus strike. This is player performance doubles. Uh, I would take Ranger Suarez five plus strikeouts and the fills to win. How can I not pick the fills to win uh, at plus three fifty? I would take that bet, especially Ranger coming off his eight strikeout performance. I'd feel safe taking that five uh, strikeout um, bet there with the fills to win. I would take that. JT Romuto, I, I I'd say you know feed off the last couple of games cycle and then yesterday. Uh, Two plus RBIs. I would take him plus 600. Two plus RBIs. You know, you get Schwarber, Turner, Castellanos, Harper in front of you, um, who have all been, you know, uh, you know, Schwarber gets the home run. He's still hitting 177, uh, but was one, two for five. Turner, you know, especially if, Tur- if Turner's, 
you know, has a good game, I would take Real Muto um, to drive a few runs in. I would definitely take it. Plus 600. I think it's a good bet. I think it is. So those are my three bets for today. That's going to do it for me. You guys will hear from me again tomorrow. You're getting a full week of Francisco Rojas. Savor it while you can. Just kidding. We love Dan Wilson. Dan will be back hopefully next week um, after he recovers um, from not feeling so great. That's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. I will talk to you guys in just about 24 hours. See ya. Go Phils. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.